This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect. I'm Jason Rousseau, uh, Vice President of Strategy with Adlucent. Very excited to be here today. Uh, I love retail because of how fast it changes and, and how we have to adapt to really serve our customer needs. So let's talk advertising. When advertising with cross-channel marketing, a real problem can be a consumer encountering irrelevant ads that distract or redirect and create other friction with that consumer's attention. With an application of the right science and artificial intelligence and using real-time data, those marketing efforts can be nimble enough to adjust and react as the consumer makes her online journey. Coming up, a digital marketing performance agency that's creating seamless cross-channel marketing programs, leveraging proprietary technology and putting data into the hands of the right people to make profitability transparent and predictable and paint a better picture of who the consumer actually is recorded on location at shop talk in las vegas you're listening to fashion is your business covering the intersection of innovation and business in the fashion industry recorded on location Jason, welcome to the show. Uh, it's great to have you here at Shop Talk 2019 in Las Vegas. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yeah. So uh, tell me how Shop Talk's going so far and why being at Shop Talk's important for Ed Lucent. I mean, it's obvious there's a lot of potential partners and clients and so forth right. here, but uh, and, and I even don't even mean this like, why is Shop Talk so amazing? Although maybe it is for you, but what is it you guys are trying to accomplish here other than just getting new clients? Sure. Uh, I think it's it's twofold. Uh, one is uh, being present within the industry, uh, making sure that we're network- networking with current clients You're and also being seen. being seen, correct. And also like and also making sure that we're keeping up with um, really all the newest trends, um, both from competitors and also partners. Um, so it's really important for us to be here. Uh, obviously, we do we do come to um, find new clients. Uh, so we really focus on uh, brands that uh, need help with. Um, really scaling their, their new customer acquisition programs using, using digital technology best practices. Jason, you're VP of strategy. So what's the strategy that you're sharing out there that, that you think is moving people? Why is AdLucent, aside from the normal company pitch, right. why is it truly a game changer people should be taking stock of? Yeah, for sure. Um, so our, our background, our founder uh, was really a data science person, uh, started the company back in 1999. Um, we were actually doing paid search for Amazon back in the early 2000s. So we we're their first search part- partner ever. Um, so our background really is in data and technology. Um, the problems that we're solving are interesting because we're really threading the needle between different digital marketing channels. Um, I think, I think it's talked about, you know, most people are talking about the quote unquote holistic way of looking at your account. Um, but we feel like we're one of the few agencies that can actually perform because we have our own data technology that sits underneath all of our customers' um, channels. And basically, we can go in and interpret um, how each channel is working independently or together. We think that's a really, really good value proposition. Okay, so let's unpack that a little bit You know, for the, for the five-year-olds out sure. there. Try to figure out exactly what that means. What is the exact problem that you guys are the only solution out there that can fix this, fill this hole? Sure. Um, it's really, it's really a, a level of artificial intelligence. Um, so the way that we manage our, our customers' accounts, so uh, hypothetically right within 
paid search PLA marketing. Um, we have a tool that's called ABM. Um, really, it's artificial intelligence, and it allows us to actually predict um, predict what, what an account's going to do before uh, someone can even make a change. Does that make sense? Yeah, so uh, what kind of account are we talking about? Here? So uh, basically like a, a paid search account, right? So if we're working with um, uh, a fashion retailer, one of our fashion okay. retailers, um, and they obviously want to sell more product online. Um, so basically we help them find keyword traffic okay. that we believe can convert. Uh, most the way most companies leverage uh, their acquisition marketing, it's very um, flat. So they're not looking at the entire ecosystem. So we look at things like uh, cross-device traffic. Um, we're able to match back attribution to different channels, um, and then our bids can actually change based on performance in real time. Um, so we do have very skilled people that are watching the accounts. Um, but what we've built is it's a form of artificial intelligence that allows us to actually make changes in the market before the, our client and even our own people can know that something's happening within the market. So what's happening, this is what I'm understanding from what I'm hearing. You have AI that is essentially paying attention to what's connecting and not connecting with engagement. It's, it, what's working and not what's not working That's correct. with searching for something and then connecting to the result that you want them to have. That's correct. And then sort of pivoting in the moment and making adjustments very quickly and reactively, which can minimize or eliminate the lag time to make those adjustments down the line. Once you take a look at that data, figure out what went wrong and adjust your course, you're making them in the moment. That's correct. And, and the, you know, really the reality is e-commerce uh, digital is still very young. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, um, really started taking off around 2000. We're only in like 2019, right? So less than 20 years. Um, we're kind of at a stage of maturity, right, where uh, costs are increasing for new customer acquisition. Um, it's easier to launch new products. Uh, competition is, is more fierce. Um, so we think you have to have better data um, to really compete um, if you really want to grow your, your business in, in kind of this next, next decade. Unpack that a little bit. What does that mean for in terms of the work that you're doing for Ed Lucent, how are you thinking about strategy? What does strategy mean in, in, in your game? Does that mean the strategy of finding partners? Is it the strategy of implementing the product? What's the strategy all about? Two, really twofold, right? So I, I serve a role in terms of helping our, our company make strategic decisions in terms of how we pivot. Um, so what channels do we, do we grow faster? What channels are, are, are changing? Um, so really helping with the, both the technology direction and also the, the growth directive uh, for, our, for our business as well. Um, the second area really where I spend more of my time is with clients, client strategy. Um, so basically when, when my team comes in and works on an account, um, we're purely we're agnostic to the channels that we're looking at. So we really come in and help interpret the data and then put together tests that we can give to the client to actually execute those, execute those changes. Are you more a data guy or a strategy guy? <laughs> I think they go hand in hand. So I think, I think uh, data is not exclusive to strategy, but I think when you have better data, you can be more strategic. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, what's exciting you about the opportunities with data out there now outside of your own product? Yeah, I think, um, I think it's evolving very quickly across all channels. Um, to be honest, I think retail is a little bit behind. Uh, I think there's, there's still silos in, in a lot of organizations, both, both in fashion and other, and other channels. When you say behind, behind what? Behind where it should be or could be or behind other countries or? I think, yeah, great question. Uh, I think other industries, uh, I think is moving faster. So, you know, healthcare, uh, even B2B space, I think there's, there's been some adoption in, in, uh, newer, newer trends in, in basic, uh, technology within retail. Um, I mean, look at a website today. 
they're still pretty they're flat they're not they're not dynamic you're not doing any type of virtual shopping so um, I think we're coming up to the next, uh, really the next decade, we're going to see faster change. Um, but there's so many just widget moving things that people are doing that, that we were doing 15 years ago, right? And so I think um, still, still the ex- executing the X's and O's is what most people are talking about here. But where they want to be is in this kind of uh, faster paced, uh, data driven strategic realm. And uh, we're still kind of at the very, the very early stages of that. So why do you think in the fashion industry, Jason, uh, we're behind? Is, is this because the old guard doesn't get it? Is this because the systems are, uh, there's too many stacks in yeah. it and, and it, and the stack is too high and it's too hard to integrate this right. without great expense and effort? Or, or what do you think it is? I think, um, I, I think. There's been a lot of innovation in fashion around the product side. So I think it was, as we've seen, um, look today at the number of brands that you can purchase as opposed to like 10, 15 years ago, right? Um, Bonobos, Warby Parker are two great examples of, of brands that were able to create their own story um, without having to have a, a storefront presence. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think there's been a lot of innovation around product development. Um, but because of that, it slowed down some of the innovation around actual technology and, and e-commerce, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Okay. Our up next, uh, you'll hear from Jason about the different types of data that they're looking at and maybe what some people are not paying enough attention to. That's up next on Fashion Is Your Business on location at Shop Talk in Las Vegas. Keep in touch on Instagram and Facebook at Mouth Media Network and find prior episodes at fashionisyourbusiness.com and wherever the best podcasts are found. Your brand message can be on this show. Email us to find out more at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Uh, Jason, so we talked about data, and you can't have strategy without data, really, or good strategy anyway. Uh, and, you know, big data and, uh, you know, exhaustive analytics are all the rage these days. Everyone's paying attention to it, especially with the new tools and with companies like AdLucent available as well. So my question is, what are the pieces of data that are all in the soup that we can work from? Right. Um, I think... Uh, at a higher level, people tend to be afraid of the word data. And, um, and because of that, they think there has to be some perfect and, and silver bullet. Um, the reality is, is, is you can interpret things in a lot of different ways. And so it's really um, looking at data and having a perspective on what it means. Um, so one of the, again, one of the channels that we're, we're hearing the most about uh, is, is social, um, especially in, in fashion and retail. It tends to be a channel that has some of the bigger budget. Um, but the, really the questions around social is, um, as, as brands are, are not allowed to be as loose with their budgets in terms of we're just generating, you know, branding, they actually want to generate return, um, trying to interpret the, um, the data from a social channel is increasingly hard. Um, again, five, six years ago, the cost per acquisition on Facebook may have been, you know, $25. Today, it's over $100, right? So we're trying to figure out uh, in, these, in these social channels, uh, how are we generating brand awareness? But more importantly, how are we generating actual conversions and, and purchases? So with that in mind, how would you talk to someone who's got a decent startup with, with a great trajectory ahead of them, but they're still pretty early? Right. How should they be thinking about the way that their data that they could create – 
through social channels, through web traffic, through all the types of ways that data could be produced, how at the beginning of their trajectory, their journey, could they purposefully think about it so that the type of data that they produce is the most meaningful from the earliest stage? Sure. Great question. Um, I think, I think at the, at the, the very basic level within a data, it's important to have, uh, a system of record that, that you've, uh, tagged correctly. So I would say about 70% of our clients use Google Analytics, um, for their, for their uh, reporting of records. So, um, really one of the first things that we help clients with is, is setting up that tagging correctly. And if you're able to get Google Analytics set up, even the, the basic free version correctly, um, the data points within that, uh, free version of Google is extremely powerful. And that would be the first thing that I would say to any startup is get your tagging right, set up Google Analytics, doesn't cost you anything. Um, it'll, it'll really expose some, um, some pretty quick wins out of the gate. It's kind of surprising to me how many people don't know how to access those or, or just ignore them. And I know they're not the only tool around, but you know, they, they're really quite, uh, insightful. It is. And, uh, again, there's other, there's other tools out there. Um, we, we usually use Adobe stack or Google analytics tend to be the two biggest. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, Google analytics is, is the, the, the biggest tool out there. And it, and it's, it's very powerful as a free tool. Obviously Google wants to give you data, so you'll spend more of course. Um, but they're, they're actually rolling out new, new features as well that give you access to data on other channels like Facebook, which, which we think is pretty interesting. What do you think the biggest mistake that brands make related to their data is? Great question. Um, I think the biggest mistake brands make is um, leaning too heavily on last, uh, last click engagement. Um, so most of the clients, when we come in from a strategic perspective, um, they're holding their channel managers accountable to a last click order. Um, so basically you have channels like retargeting, uh, or affiliate that tend to look really good on paper. Explain that last click just for those who may not understand it. Are you talking about someone may have clicked 20 times to get to last click and all the brand is saying, hey, they bought, that's enough for us versus going, the journey was longer than it should have been. What mistakes are we making along the way? Yep, that's okay. correct. So last click again is, you're right, the end of the journey, right? But the question is, where did the journey start? And then what were some engagements within that journey that caused them to make that final click? Um, and that's, that's probably the biggest mistake we see as an overvaluing of that last click conversion. And that makes a lot of sense because you could also, you could look at both the friction that was involved that you could minimize as well as maybe they went to 20 different places before they made that click because they're thinking about things that they want to buy and what's stopping them from buying them now and how can you continue that relationship with them, that's especially right. in this day and age where consumer experience is a as big a conversation as data is, if not more. Um, in fact, let's loop around to that a little bit. Yep. Can you connect what your work is with data with uh, helping to achieve maximum consumer experience? For sure. Um, we're, we're really focused on the channel side, uh, but at the end of the day, when we, when we come into an account and really provide strategy, uh, we have to look at the entire experience, and the entire experience really has to encompass conversion. Um, so the better, obviously the better a, a retail brand can have a successful conversation with a potential new customer, um, the better they're going to look from an acquisition perspective. Um, so we do come in and help interpret the data mm -hmm. on the site side, um, because the better the site performs then the better our channels perform. What does AdLucent do? What does AdLucent do? Uh, I'm use a weird image here, but to climb out of the computer. In other words, 
to step away from the actual physical data and be able to understand and, and interpret and experience a brand to have that context as to how the data can be interpreted. So it's not just about the numbers and the clicks and the actual information, but the universe in which that is existing that you could have a very important context. Right. That's a great, uh, great question. So we, we really want the, the client's perspective or the prospect's perspective in terms of what are they trying to accomplish? Who are they trying to reach? Uh, some aspects, especially with younger startups or uh, challenger brands, they don't know. So what, one of some of the things that we can help with is we can actually take in transactional data and put it into, um, into our systems and actually come out with a file of customers that says, hey, you think your customer is this. The reality is your customer is this. Uh, one example of, of a recent client, um, they make handbags. And so they were targeting, they thought they were selling their products to uh, stay-at-home moms uh, in the suburbs. The reality is... Uh, the people buying their handbags or people going to concerts in their mid twenties. So really, really interesting paradigm shift in terms of like how their their site looked and who the people are that were actually consuming the product. Gotcha. All right, one more quick question before we talk about Jason himself. Okay. Uh, you're here at Shop Talk. Aside from the actual conversations you've been having about your business. What have you been able to pick up from things you've overheard, from maybe any of the sessions you may have participated in, uh, or even just conversations with prospects and clients about, yeah. you know, you assemble people at a place like Shop Talk here, and you got a lot of great minds here, and a lot of people who are getting it done. You put them in one place, you're going to have a bunch of conversations, you're going to learn something yeah. from that. So what are you learning? I think uh, the one one area is that... Um, uh, brands are so much more uh, front and center today. You really can't hide. So being a good steward uh, of your brand and, and for your customers is increasingly important because um, social media just allows things to permeate so much more quickly. Uh, as even opposed to five years ago, um, you could make a mistake and no one would know. Today gotcha. you make a mistake and everyone knows. So I think there's a, there's a much uh, bigger conversation around social awareness and, and not just um, what you're doing inside your walls, but how your brand is perceived outside those walls. Excellent. All right. And um, for one moment, uh, let's get personal with some off-the-grid questions. Uh, let's put it loosen aside and bring Jason up front. So, Jason, um, I imagine you travel quite a bit. Lately, travel schedule has been pretty hectic, yes. Okay. So, uh, and you're in New York, right? We're in actually Austin. Oh, Texas. you're in Austin? Yep. Okay. So, I guess this question works no matter where you yeah. are. When you're in Austin and you've been traveling away and you come back to Austin, other than, say, your family or the people close to you, what do you have to uh, – what's your touchstone in Austin that you need to come back to to feel like a human again? Sure. Uh, I'm a big uh, – I like, I like being outside. Um, so I have a big backyard with a large smoker. So for me, like coming home is right. – is, no, You're my new best friend. Right. Coming <laughs> home and making a really good, a really good uh, barbecue dinner. Yeah, that's that's relaxing for me. That, that's great. Uh, what's your favorite thing to to do in the smoker? Brisket's my favorite. It's the hardest. It is hard, um, yeah. but it's because it's the most challenging. It's 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 rewarding when you do it well. That first slice and the juice yep. just oozes out of it. Oh, it's the greatest. Uh, okay, and and one more question: uh, If someone were to Google you, uh, and you know, to whatever degree you're discoverable and through social media and so forth, what would they not learn about you? That might actually surprise them. I think they they would they would not learn that I'm actually an introvert. Mm. Um, so I growing up I was pretty shy and didn't really uh, wasn't pro, wasn't really proactive. But 
um, in, in the field of retail and, and, and e-commerce, uh, very comfortable, uh, enjoy, enjoy talking to people and, and really networking. So I think most people think I'm a natural extrovert, which is not the, not the case. Well, for those people who want to reach out to you and connect, how can they do that? Sure. Um, uh, best way is to reach me at jason.russos uh, at adlucent.com, J-A-S-O-N uh, dot R-O-U-S-S-O-S at adlucent.com. Great. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, we'll finish with this. You reflect on our conversation, your time at Shop Talk, and what you're seeing in the overall retail industry as it, as it pertains to what you guys are doing. What would maybe be a quick final thought that you'd like to leave people with, your parting shot, if you will? I think, um, I think one thing that uh, people don't realize is um, failure is good. And uh, being, being okay with, with failing quickly is, is really a positive um, and so I think because we have so much more access to technology and data, um, it just gives us more chances, right? I think that's exciting because we're creating better products. Well, hey, if you fail, the great thing to do is to have a great partner to help you get back up again and take another shot. That's right. So, All right. Well, thank you so much to uh, Jason Russos, yep. uh, the VP of Strategy at Adlucent. Great. Thank you so much for joining us on location at Shop Talk in Las Vegas. And uh, thank you so much for listening. You know how much we appreciate it every week. And we'll see you again next week. Until then, have a wonderful day. This has been Fashion Is Your Business, produced by Mouth Media Network, copyright 2019. Keep in touch on Instagram and Facebook at Mouth Media Network and find prior episodes at fashionisyourbusiness.com and wherever the best podcasts are found. Thank you for listening. This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect. Connect.